to you live unless you are an audio listener. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Welcome to the 150, no, the 195th episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. I've got a bit of Mylan Games-itis there, just putting the mouth into gear before the brain. <laughs> For those of you listening to this episode, like, you know, like most people fucking do and aren't just lurking around on Twitch like the rest of us. Maddie has been up, I don't know, since the crack of dawn, Western Australian time this morning, dissecting the, the collector's edition law book, right? And yeah. literally, like, how far were you from, from finishing it before podcast time? Three pages and oh, tried to speed yeah, read. Yeah, three, pa- three, four pages away, like, at two minutes to ten, yeah. Of some of the most yeah. jargon-heavy nonsense I've ever heard anyone even bother to try to read. It was like a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> listening to someone read a chemistry fucking textbook at pace. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, did you take any of it in? Did you, un- did you understand any of it? <laughs> The beautiful moment at the end of it was you like ranting through three pages of dialogue and then just going, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then the raid into the fucking podcast. Oh, my God. And scene. <laughs> oh. Anyway, it's we're joined. You just be quiet for a minute. You've done enough talking for okay. like six years. <laughs> We're joined on this episode by probably one of the two warlocks that I am actually legitimately frightened of in the entire fucking world, T1 Riot. G'day, mate. Welcome. Um, Howdy. It's a pleasure. It's it's one of the you're one of the people that Maddie and I have spoken about getting on the podcast for fucking ever, and because we're so poorly um, so poorly socially attuned that we (laughs) literally leave these things (laughs) to the last minute. But it's a pleasure to finally have you here, man. And what a week too, because it's you know like we we get right. to just talk about chilled out stuff because it's not like there's anything going on in the sandbox that anyone's got any right to be angry about. So just going to be a real chilled episode and have a have yeah, a good time yeah. and settle in. No controversy. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. What we might do, we might quickly uh, just just touch base and, and check in with Maddie's mental health after fucking trying to speed read the entire you know universe, and then uh, and then we'll we'll circle back to Riot and we'll we'll do a bit of a deep dive on on Riot, and then we'll talk about everything in the twelve, and then at the end we're gonna get Matt to try and decode <laughs> whatever it was he just rambled at everyone for an hour and a half, yeah, and give us so, a bit of a choice cut on the law. How about that? So. How about that for a sting? People have been been sitting in my stream for four hours listening me to me, you know, <laughs> read this book, and then we go straight into the podcast, and then we go, guess what? Wait another two hours, and then I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> hey, life's not fair. <laughs> life's not fair. Uh, life's not Never fair. said it was. Never said it was. Um, how have you been, mate? It's been, a, been an exciting uh, week. How are you? Yeah, yeah, it's been an exciting week. Uh, still on the big push to to get as much PhD work done as possible before the big release. Things are obviously already picking up content-wise to start making 
making videos. So it was cool to see people get the collector's edition law book or the collector's edition, which had a law book. There's, a, there's like a mind boggling amount of lore in there that answers like huge questions. It continues a bit on from Shadowkeep. We'll talk about later, but it's, it's, I'm in two minds with it. Like, uh, like, do people miss out on it? Don't have the law book? They don't have the collector's edition? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, maybe, did, maybe I did notice. I'm not too sure. I did notice that you had a uh, PDF of it that, you know, and you have my email. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, no, it, was, it was. It was it was sent on Discord and all this kind of stuff. People people yeah. have PDFs. So, I mean, mine won't come to another fucking three months. That's what I mean. Until Being in Australia, I will be playing this game by the time I get my fucking <laughs> collector's edition. <laughs> It'll be like yeah. next season after release. <laughs> it will be run and done. Yeah. Um, and then I've been a bit a bit stressful with with display and. Uh, um, copyright infringement. Uh, do I talk about it yet? No, uh, you don't. I'll talk to you about okay. it after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> legal. Sorry. Legal sorry. Team. Momentary no. dad power slave yeah. moment. We'll just. <laughs> uh, that's me. That's my week. That's my week, mate. I'm done. Um, I'm trying to think if I did anything of note this week. No, not really. I all secret squirrel shit that will drop the week before Shadow, uh, not Shadow Keep, Beyond Light. But um, I, I mean, look, I make no bones about it. I finished a song, the first song I've done in a decade, first song I've written and recorded and produced myself in a decade. It's been finished for a little bit, but I um, commissioned an artist to draw artwork for it, which will probably be hit with copyright infringement now that I think about it. So it ties into Matt's whinge anyway, but um, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll we'll cross that bridge as we come to it because I just want to get every all my ducks in a row and, like, I'm going through all of the process to make sure that it's I'm not going to get anyone fucking DMCA'd by listening to it on stream or anything like that. So it's more complicated than you think. It's really fucking stupid, but... Anyway, that's that's them's the ropes, so I'm going through that. But beyond that, uh, I've just been working. What else have I done? Not much. Nothing of note. So what we might do, we might jump straight into our guest this week. Like we're not going to jump into you as a person, but into talking about you and who you are and all that sort of stuff. I feel like look, we just need Probably to set preferable. a set a benchmark. Uh, it was it was getting a bit graphic. Riot, welcome to the show, man. Um, it's it's a pleasure to have you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Tell me, look. I don't, I, what I like to do mm. is I like to work out the law of people. What's T1's Riot's law? What's your origin story? How'd you come to Twitch? How'd you get involved in Destiny? Can you give us some insights? Mm -hmm. All right. So it all started back in 1994. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I guess, let's see. I've really started playing, like getting heavily involved in video games with Halo, Halo 3 and um, a bit of RuneScape on the side. Yes, nice. now it's Destiny and RuneScape on the side still. But nice. um, I guess that's, yeah, I, I got like my FPS roots in Halo. And then with Destiny, you know, I just, a friend gave me a copy of it. And I was like, oh, hey, this is actually kind of cool. And I, I think I really got hooked on that. Um, it was like the second Earth mission where you're like locked in the room with a hive for the first time. The lights are all oh, out yeah. and it was just yeah, that. Oh my goodness, that was just so cool. Like I still get chills from that very first attempt at that, like two AM or something like that. Yeah, we don't we don't get enough of that anymore, don't you reckon? Those yeah, like right. spooky, Des spooky scary tunnels. shit. Yeah, yeah. No, Destiny's scary, yeah. 
Yeah, nice. that was that was cool. Oh, yeah, we so get that, I hope we get more Destiny of that. Love. Mm-hmm. I hope we get more of that with like going back to the Cosmodrome, hey? Like just as a complete aside mm-hmm. and to interject here for no apparent reason. Um, so at what point okay. did you did you go? Okay, well I'm I'm doing this, and I like I don't know. I just assumed because you're one of the people that I look at and go like this dude is an animal, and I, like <laughs> some of the things you do in game just mm-hmm. baffle the shit out of me. Were you were you were you born like that good at fucking shooting the man's or like did did you did you evolve into into current riot? Like what happened there? Did you fall so into like a vat of like chemicals and emerge? Or? <laughs> Just get my superpowers. Um, ego wants to say yeah, but no. Uh, really, it's it was probably just a lot of like intentional practice. Uh, I'd, I'd watched like a lot of MLG Halo growing up. Uh, yep. I went to a few events. Just always wanted to improve, and that was that was really my goal. Like when I played set an objective, I just I don't care if I win or lose as long as I do better you know and i would like record my gameplay and i'd go back and i'd watch it and just even you know the games in which i do well cool what did i do right or the games i did wrong what what could i have done better like what play did i have access to should i have made the push on left or should i made the push on right and it really just kind of over time you know playing the same game it just it honed those skills i guess i'm so we we always drawn to pvp because you 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 obviously play a lot of halo were you always drawn to like competitive or the, the PVP side of Halo and Destiny? Or did right. when you because you said mm-hmm. you like enjoyed the hive and the and the you know the introduction missions, like were you originally just doing PvE in Destiny? Like when when did the PvP stuff jump mm-hmm. in? Um I think I like with Destiny, I yeah, I really didn't touch the PvP too much at the start. It was it really was like the PvE because I had been told like, oh, you need to get like X, Y, and Z, right? You need your last word, your thorn. Right. Um, I started playing Destiny not at launch. It was before um what was the second House of Wolves? House yeah, of so Wolves. before House of Wolves after Crota's end. Yeah, okay. Um or Dark Below, excuse me. And I had just like spent the time in the PvE. I had been like carried through raids because I had a few friends who were playing and it was just that was really my introduction to destiny was the pve side and then once i was relatively geared up they're like okay yeah let's let's go tackle some some pvp and it was it was just so interesting it was so different from halo it took me like two weeks to realize there was no jump accuracy so i thought i was just like really for lack of a better term just like washed at that point because i had (laughs) stopped playing fps's for a while so like why are these jump shots not hitting and they apparently just my friends just thought it was like the funniest thing of just watching me for two straight weeks go for jump shots and not hit shots <laughs> thinking it was me not actually a game mechanic at the time right but so that, and this would have been all console this would this is all this on the controller all back so, on xbox as well yep when, when 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 did the pc transition happen that was i mean i did start destiny 2 pc like right when it came out yeah, um, I'd played. Actually, I've got the mouse pad right here. Technically, I had like H1Z1. I played on this mouse pad for that. Um, <laughs> that that's not a big mouse pad. Yeah, now, and have you got like got a like four thousand DPI? <laughs> it was a little silly. We're that all so spoiled a, now, hey. Like we're all <laughs> like you could land aircraft on most of our mouse pads these days. <laughs> like, yep, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> No, um, as far as like really taking control, I guess mouse and keyboard specifically, a little bit after Forsaken launched, and I just I, I ran the drills on it. You know, 
crouch shouting drags, for instance, or crouch spamming drags. Like I had issues with uh, weapon swapping, so I would just one, two, three over and over to try to just make sure I wasn't misclicking. Um, I have a really strong left pinky now, I like to say, because of the, the shift into control for the sprint slide. Mm, that's what just, she said, yeah. <laughs> Man, that is not, that, that can't be a good thing. That can't be a good thing. I'm not going to get into the mechanics of it, but like <laughs> when that's the compliment. No, wait, wait, so your your aim trainer was just going into PVE and just practicing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it really was. It was. At first it was patrols and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to use mouse and keyboard only for strikes and then like try to tackle some raids. And oh my goodness, going into even just like the callus room at that point, it was so just solved. We knew what we were doing, you know, jump up on plate spam power weapons win like the whole idea of being on mouse and keyboard okay i have to hit spacebar twice to jump up and then hit it the third time to cancel it and then drop my rift or my barricade what, what class i'm on and then swap to the power weapon and then like i think at the time you had to like crouch up and down to get the reload on the barricade because it wasn't the right yeah, instantaneous. yeah. so yeah. it's just like remembering to do that it was it was such a different just experience you know going from i'd, I'd like to say i was pretty adept at controller and going to just an entirely new input whole yeah world. it's it is so weird like i i i mean i'm still not good at mouse and keyboard probably because i never play the game fucking reading word documents most of my life <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh you know you, you're so comfortable with the controller like it's something about you know it's of course to do with your, your brain development if you've been using a, a controller as a kid it it's it's mm. it's like riding a bike it's like second nature and then as an adult, I'm like, hey, must use keyboard and mouse. I'm just like, it's it's struggle town. So it looks like you put a lot of effort into like retraining your brain mm -hmm. to be very competent with a yeah. uh, keyboard and mouse. Mm -hmm. well, certainly. Yeah, it was a, a lot of hours into it. And it's like yeah. truly focused um, practice for it as well. Have you gone yeah, back to a controller since you started? Um, so I played on Stadia in the past and for Stadia, yeah, oh, I, I use a controller every now and then I would do controller on like PVP or just like a striker and whatnot. If I really just like late at night, wanted the all the way back kind of thing, but, um, How's yeah, Stadia? Part, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut I mean, we, yeah, cut right. there. We'll just, we'll dump that to fucking <laughs> I mean, you know, Stadia's was, had a bad week, so I think we're allowed to dunk yeah, on them. Oh my goodness, that yeah. it's the shittest take of all time. Anyway, um, so look before fine, we, we close out on the on the PvP side, and then we'll, I think we'll talk about a little bit about Twitch. But um, if mm -hmm. if you were to give one piece of advice to people who are looking to get better at the game, as someone who's been through that themselves, what would it be? What what what's one thing that you think is like a fundamental thing that people? either struggle to get right or really need to understand the importance of to improve. Um, it's a game like that. <laughs> yes. <you know. laughs> it's weird just to like say that, but that, that, that really is it. We're, we're playing a video game. Um, yeah, I guess like if I was to make analogy to it, you have like a, a hiking trail that you want to go on and like your your end goal, let's say, is like to get to the certain viewpoint at the end. And so your hike might have like some ups and it's going to have some downs, but like those are a part of that journey to get there to that end goal. It's like it's OK if you have a couple bad games in a row, like there's it's a video game at the end of the day. You know, you're you're there to hopefully have fun with it. 
and nobody just on their path to improving. I mean, still myself, like I make mistakes while I'm playing. Like I can go back and say like, why did I make that play? Or how was my aim that off in that engagement kind of thing? But just knowing that you can do better the next time, if that makes sense. See, I think, see, that's, this is why I'm no good at PvP, because I get too angry. I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm playing something else. And I'll, 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 go, I'll go to something else. Whereas you seem like very resilient. You're like, nope, I can do better. This is where I did wrong. This is how I do better. Come back the next day. Whereas I just rage quit and then I'll go, oh, I'll play something else now. <laughs> no, I've certainly been there. Like, geez, this last Monday in trials. And I, like, afterwards had to, like, reflect on, like, why did I get so worked up over it? And it was, well, for me at least right like it's it's the mindset thing you know i had like a i guess a loftier goal for that evening that i didn't exactly reach right. but it's yeah it's just yeah. it's okay to make that adjustment on the fly if you need to and like you I'm, said you know taking the break if, if you want to yeah. as well like I, I didn't play destiny for the past three days i've been grinding runescape kind of thing just <laughs> Just, just completely nope out and just play something as chill as RuneScape. And I think we all need that. I don't have that. I just play guitar. That's that's what I do. I just don't even fucking look at a computer. That's that's my solution to that getting the shits sort of issue. But I think that's yeah, I, dude. If anyone listening to this can take that away and in, adopt a bit of that into their own life, I think it would do the world of good for, you know, if, if half the people that are super sweaty in PvP could sit back and go, hang on, I probably just need to reassess how much rage and venom and stuff I'm putting into this. Um, hey, let, oh, we got, we got more time just to ask more questions. Yeah, go for Well, I got, I got two, I got two sorts of questions. I want to, I want to mm. ask you about Twitch but I also want to ask you, um, have you ever, because obviously you compete, well, you you are quite competent at PvP and are very good at Destiny PvP. Have you ever thought, and there's not really a competitive scene for Destiny 2 in regards to right. an official competitive scene. Have you ever mm -hmm. thought about going to other games? Because, I mean, Destiny PvP has been ups and downs and, you know, I can't really talk to it, but I'm sure you've been through a roller coaster with being in that community like have you ever thought about jumping ship and trying something else not really no um destiny is one of those just it's kind of the jack of all trade master of none like you know i might like the, the player versus environment a little bit more in runescape or the the player versus player in halo a little bit more but destiny just has everything like if i if i just want to chill and patrol and just like explore zones you know at least when they're more recently released like there's still just so many things for me to go and explore or just rock strikes i can just go do that or if i just want a relatively casual pvp experience i can do that or if i want the the end game like raid challenges or end game raids or even just like then putting my own challenges on top of that you know low player encounters yeah. and whatnot yeah. like destiny just gives me that i have so many different outlets for like the mood i'm in because of destiny yeah or the destiny we're very different people <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing, Matty. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Uh, it means we can learn. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, that, you, are, you, are you going to do the, the day one raid? Are you going to give it a crack? I hope so. Mm -hmm. Are you going yeah, um, to team lined up? Yeah, so I think we're more or less running it back with the team. We're still... So we have one player right now who's... Um, it looks like they have a prior commitment to that day, so we're still figuring out the six, but should be more or less the same raid team. Sweet. It's like the tier one group. 
myself Sweet. gigs. I mean, have yeah. you had a talk with them about what could be more important than a day one raid? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. like, so which what what for mm-hmm. people who don't know what what raid belt is behind you? So yeah, that is Scourge of the Past from Scourge yeah. of the Past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was an actual miracle. I uh, I was on like two hours of sleep. I had two cups of coffee, and that was that was just it like hard crash an hour after the raid was completed just somehow we got Did, really lucky it wasn't like a last wish style 24 hour oh, extravaganza man. again because i would not have had a good time <laughs> but it was, I, so it was what, what do you think uh if you if you can say maybe mm-hmm. you can't maybe you keep it in the strats to yourself but let's let's say uh, a, a riven scenario seems to be presenting itself now that you've done these before, what's your strat? Do you like? Do you go, guys? Let's all take a quick nap, come back refreshed, and do it, or mm. do you push on through and go for the twenty-four hour bloody stream? <laughs> right. Or do you do um, you do you don the adult diaper and just <laughs> commit? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ready for it. Um, so we're bad at caring for our own physical health i guess and we we do yeah. push through you know we might take like that five minute break just to refresh right. get up stretch scream into a pillow get some air whatever <laughs> we may need yeah um but for the most part now we've i'm trying to think like last wish was definitely the longest raid i don't think we took more than like a five minute like, just do something really quick um it's kind of hard to by the nature of it's it it's hard hey. with twitch as you yeah. stream it right or yeah, do you not stream exactly. it well i'm yeah. usually live for it yeah, and right. the other raid team members as well. So it's it's definitely like weird because you can't exactly step away for too long on it, and because of that, uh, the Twitch commitment, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's a big deal on Twitch. It, it, like it's probably the the highest viewership you'll get in in Destiny Two with the raid races. So mm-hmm. you know, if you end the late, uh, how about this? Can you promise mm-hmm. promise me this as a prank? Okay, J- you, right. maybe don't promise me, but just just consider this. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. you guys are in the lead. You've got tens of thousands of people watching on Twitch and you just lean into the mind and goes, guys, I really think we should take a quick one to two hour break. Just a quick sleep. <laughs> and Power just nap. see what the reaction is. <laughs> we'll see if the adrenaline's not flowing too heavy then. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, you know, I don't think you actually need to do it. I just think just to see the right. Me and Maddie are gonna are gonna pull together a team uh, and probably get nothing done whatsoever because yeah, we're what's both happening shit. with that? Well, with me? Yeah, I hey. saw the tweet. Yeah, yeah. A, a pretty good lineup. It looked like world's worst. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. there's there's been some people throw their hat in the ring. That's that's for sure. <laughs> Which has been very interesting because it's kind of like the opposite of like any other raid team recruiting tweet of like we're looking for someone who can do this. We're like we're looking for someone who can't really do any of it. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> you got a bit of a drinking problem and you're obnoxious? Sweet. So, you know. <laughs> so I feel like it's one of those things where we're basically just setting ourselves up to achieve nothing and I'm completely stoked with that. So um, just think of us when you're at the, at, the, <laughs> at the end. Just know that there's, I don't know, some hopeless people <laughs> still right back at the start <laughs> trying to figure it all <laughs> yeah. out. Um, at what point? Through the course of all of this madness that is Destiny, did you decide that you were going to get into the Twitch stream and sort of stuff? Yeah, good one. Oh, geez. Um, so I really didn't have for a long, long while. I I want to say it was after... I'm thinking of Destiny 2 terms. Um, 
it was so it was d1 what was the second like the big major expansion of the orcs was it king's fall taking king taking yeah. king yeah so like taking king had just launched um i had just by coincidence one of the people on tier one like just overslept their alarms for i want to say it was hard mode of king's fall and so like i got called up and into it and i did relatively well and uh, i had run like a trials weekend or two with gigs and um he just said like hey you should stream and it's like i didn't even have a twitch count at that point like i <laughs> you know, i just lurked in i guess you know no user mode what have you <laughs> nice right? it was like so so weird and yeah no I, I made my account i fired it up um we ran some trials assistance he hosted me afterwards so I, I definitely got like a little bit of a, a head start yeah. there i guess and yeah i just it was enjoyable um i've always liked gaming for the social aspects like having people to talk with and there's all almost always at least like people to chat with right people to game that's with cool needed. so were you already in t1 uh mm-hmm. before i just yeah just based on pure mm-hmm. pure fucking skill <laughs> well so i knew some of them back from the uh the halo days actually i'd kind of fallen right. out of contact but yes yeah, so like game Sager, for instance um sent me the invite at first and i declined them because i was dumb and didn't know what my commitment to destiny was going to be so at the time i was still a full-time student and i was just like yeah i'll log in i'll kill some ogres or something <laughs> try to like slowly max my d1 hindsight oh man right yeah <laughs> eventually eventually got added in but it's been an, an interesting journey to say the least i think matt's yeah, taking notes he's, he's gonna figure out how to get invited to t1 <laughs> as a recently returned streamer like after me Mm -hmm. chewing your ear off for fucking a year while you were just on youtube (laughs) you gotta stream (laughs) we all know what my problem is and it's playing the game yeah it's it's actually playing the game Yeah, if there's a, if there's ever an opening for like tier one like shit talking, it's probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then come looking for either of us. But until then, there's probably not much that we yeah. can offer. If, if there's ever a court gesture, court jester mm-hmm. fucking opening, or a class a, clown, a, a law lock. <laughs> All right, look, and, and to, to segue us into, into the more pointy end of, of the podcast, one of my Friday mm. rituals, which is, you know, Thursday for you guys in the States, is I normally try and catch right stream. Whenever anything like a sandbox update has gone down, I'll go in and I'll sit and just listen because you'll read through it and sort of give you off-the-cuff takes. I think the last mm. time I managed to catch you do it, was when they buffed tune marches and I've never <laughs> sat through them all. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> like yeah. I've had I've I have worn a pair of June marches every day of my life for the last three years. Oh. And when they announced that buff, I went, What? <laughs> like we've right. just taken something broken and made it double broken. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I remember I apologizing to you while you were reading through it. I'm like, sorry man, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's still so wild to me like with that specific twab because i think that's the one where they nerfed and swords and like yeah. everybody pretty much saw that one coming i'm like okay you know that's good they might touch oem and like i was holding out hope like okay dune marchers are getting nerfed like that's my that's my wish list i've read dune marchers i'm like yes it's happening it's like 
eight years to 20. <laughs> it more than doubled the radius. It still it's still fucking broken, but because it definitely, it definitely arcs out bigger mm-hmm. than that for no reason whatsoever as well. Right. It's like it's chaining off of dead bodies. And like I've had a teammate get punched behind a wall, but they're, their their dead body gets like momentum carried ragdoll around and then i get tagged at the 20 meters it's like i don't know if it was that update or if i just started noticing it more because i'm getting tagged more because it was further range but like the double dune tag and sometimes getting triple tagged for just getting one punched just so through existing touch me just exi- exactly yeah i'm just over there i'm playing destiny i'm just oh, yeah i'm so electricity happened i'm so on the fence with it because i totally see why to everyone else in the world that is completely fucked. But when I can go into a fucking 3v1 and come out and kill everyone, <laughs> I'm just, mm-hmm. yay, I only punched one person and they're all dead. <laughs> I'm special. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, on part of all June marches wearing uh, Titans out there, I'm going to take the uh, the opportunity and just apologize because <laughs> I feel like I need to. <laughs> All right, we're going to hit the sting. We'll jump into the 12, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a a shitload of discussion that most people will want to be around for, so we'll do that. All right, so at the top of the 12 this week, I'm using the wrong mouse to try and scroll on a, you know, sort of being connected to that fucking computer. Jesus, two PC setup. Don't do it, Matt. It's too complicated. Um, (laughs) Already avoided it. Yep. Good job, boy. Um... Earlier this week, we saw the Beyond Light story trailer drop. Are you, why have you got Mario? Sounds just going batshit in your house. Oh, are you asking about the uh, red magic? <laughs> oh, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I told you, you're not allowed to fucking promote your shit on the pod- podcast until I start getting kickbacks as well. <laughs> it's, it's got nothing oh. to do with the morality of it. <laughs> but <laughs> so the... the uh, gets a cut. Yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, back pockets, mate, back pockets. Um, the, the story trailer, Matty, have you got a take on that? I mean, obviously, we, we were introduced a bit more closely to Eremus and, and the way that they're using stasis, and we saw Varix pop up a couple of times and didn't say dismantle mines, but I hold out hope that he will. The only main thing I took away from the story trailer was that uh, the big question mark was whether if whether Varix was working with or was captive by... Eremus, and it looks to be like he's captive. That was the last bit of lore we knew about Varix, was that he was with Eremus in some fashion, and it was said, you know, is he a captive or is he uh, working with her? So I think that was the main thing. I think the fact that she froze his legs sort of <laughs> might be indicative of what that, how that relationship functions. So, yeah. so I think yeah. we can we can give Varix a bit of it. I don't know. I still I'm still sus on him because he helped Aldrin, but. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe I just need to stop holding grudges. Hey, what do you think of Aramis's like voice? I I didn't really think about it. I, I guess I was kind of. I think I saw I saw Sarah Daniels tweet. She says it's convenient that all of the fallen have learned English. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It, I mean, because really, you yeah, can well understand Varric speaking English voice. because he's been around them. But I don't know. They have, have voice they in the past? synthesizers. They have voice yeah. synthesizers. Universal okay. language. Yep. Okay. <laughs> good. good. Uh, I, I haven't really dumb. thought about a voice though, right? Like I just... <laughs> Why, you didn't like it? I just... I, did, I didn't feel like it was alien enough, but I understand it's going through like a, a voice producer thing. 
I feel like Varix is really on the money. And I don't feel like she has any, like... Yeah, I, I feel like the sentence structure is just too, like, good. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what, what you were really after was not necessarily a different voice, but maybe, like, a more obvious, like, fact that it's an alien speaking in English. Yeah. Right? In, in, yeah. in, in English. Jesus. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think maybe Varric, not, you're right. Varric's set a pretty it's high not bar. Awful. Yeah, it's not awful. It's just, I don't know. Okay. Just thought, I I'm just wondering if anyone else had the same thoughts. I thought it was pretty good. It did remind me of um, the bit in, uh, I even tweeted it out. I went through screenshots of bloody Despicable Me to find the, the one of Gru doing that and all the little fucking minions standing in front of him. It's exactly the same pose across the two things. So I thought, yep, that's why that reminded me of that. I don't watch too many kids' movies. Fuck off. Um, but, yeah. That, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was good. I don't think we'll get anything more story related beyond the, that and the book that uh, we'll, we'll talk about in a little while. But um, the meat and potatoes of the 12 this week was the sandbox update. Um, I don't know. How do you just want to tackle this? Because do you want to just go to the points of contention or do you just, we'll just work our way through, I think. And if things. I haven't read anything, I'm a blank, I'm a blank oh, book. That, that was like the base level assumption. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm so fucking glad Riot's here because I know that he has. <laughs> yeah. I've really read it. Know. I kind of understand it. He'll understand it. And you can, I don't know, you can, just do it. Can we, do. I don't know. I sort of feel like I just want to talk about the spicy parts. Can we do that? Okay, look, yeah, we, we can do that. We can do that. Off the bat, uh, hand cannons. Hand cannons are always super hotly contested. And I feel like that's because they're the weapon that is... Pretty iconic when it comes to to Destiny's gunplay, but also right. um, probably the most rewarding for really skilled players to use, right? So it makes sense to people of skill that hand cannons should be more powerful. And I'm not arguing with that, but they kind of... <laughs> I think everyone was expecting them to be made more powerful <laughs> in this sandbox update, and it kind of might have gone the other way a little bit. So I think... That's that's the that's the contention there around it. And I, Wait, you know, so what like, happened? What was the actual change? Well, they took all of the one fifties, which are all of the good ones, and made them one forties. <laughs> so just what, straight what, out of the bat, an, look, lowered the fire don't rate. be throwing fire rates at me. I don't fucking know what, what's an example of a one fifty. Like die promise is that one fifty? Spare yep. rations. Spare rations. Okay. Yep. Now that's it shoots it shoots pew pew slower. Yes, 0. 0.07 seconds slower. And has the same damage. It, marginally lower. Like, or technically it deals more damage because it's the lower rate of fire. But it's the same triple headshot to get the kill. It's no, it's not like two head, one body or anything. So is the time to kill gone up, down, or stay the same? Up. Um, time to kill has gone up. So it's gone from 0. 0.8 seconds to like 0. 0.87, I want to say it is. Okay, and I'm going to say people are angry because auto rifles are already super competitive and out DPSing hand cannons. Well, that's that's the other side of this thing is that the chapter that's well, not the chapter, but the, the paragraph below <laughs> the, all the stuff about hand cannons is the paragraph about auto rifles where they've kind of just given them a bit of a touch on the head and <laughs> slapped them with a feather and gone. You can be not quite as bad as you used to be, but a little bit worse than you are now. Like probably for me, the takeout of this whole thing 
I said to Riot before we went live that I am not given a reason to take the summoner off other than the fact that everyone just hates me for using it because it's it's fucking broken. It's it's ridiculous by comparison. So I guess it'll um, time will tell. But we'll, look, we'll we'll go through it. Um, there's there's a few changes to the other archetypes though that I'm really interested to see how it'll pan out. So aggressive uh, hand cannons that increased the increased the rate of fire from one ten to one twenty. And uh, they broke out the aggressive hand cannons, allowing for custom tuning of stats, so damage range fall off and all that sort of stuff. So, I, I don't know. Is is that where we're going to see? Um, do you think we'll see a few of those rise up, right? Do you think there's there's an outlier there that will become meta-ish? Right. So, I guess like just to, to qualify my statements, I I am down for slower gameplay. I actually kind of liked your one pvp d2 year one pvp specifically like yeah. season three was my favorite meta and I, I know i'm certainly not in the majority with that uh that opinion um but yeah like with the aggressive frame hand cannons i think they said that uh 100 range is giving them like a 32 meter drop off and i might be mistaken on that but i think that's talking about actually no that shouldn't be hip fire 32 meters is wild like that's a pretty substantial increase that's going from like 20 meters to 32 if i remember correctly and with rampage on 110s already and i believe they're keeping their damage the same so it's you know a 120 rpm with rampage times one is a two tap headshot or an empowering rift or a sunspot and that's a pretty fast ttk <laughs> that's pretty like dirty, i think yeah. 110 right now is one head, two body on almost all of resiliences, and that's at exactly one second. It's like cutting this down to. I, I wish I knew what the uh, the TTK would be at one twenty, like we'll say 0.85 or something. Like in a competitive TTK with significantly fewer headshots required, and then as soon as you get a kill, with like the better rolls, having the ability to to two tap out of nowhere, it's kind of wild. It'll be interesting if that's the way it pans out because it's just going to mean that we've we've gone, you know, like we'll, we'll finally be away from the spare rats matter of the last year and a half and we'll be able to d jump into, mm -hmm. you know, like guns that probably haven't seen the use that they deserve come to the, come to the fore. Right. I've got a true prophecy there that I'm I'm eyeing off because <laughs> it's got rampage on it. And I'm like I'm going to sit on you for a little while. I don't I don't know. I haven't checked what season it goes out of being like when it gets sunset, but. That's going to be my little fallback plan uh, if, if that is the way it works out. Um, so adaptive and precision hand cannons. Uh, the range stat now has more impact on minimum damage fall-off range for both archetypes. Uh, damage fall-off for 100 range now starts at 25 meters, was 20. So again, they've blown out the, uh, the damage fall-off range there. Um, mm -hmm. And precision hand cannons, um, 180 rate of fire, which I mean, when do you ever see a 180 hand cannon? <laughs> ever yeah I mean, not too often anymore yeah they're like i don't think anyone chooses to use them for any reason ever uh magazine scaled up by 37 percent, so you'll have more bullets to kill people with too slowly i suppose <laughs> good job <laughs> and lightweight yeah. which were the 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 150s they're um they're all uh lightweight hand cannons uh they've been moved to the adaptive family which is the 140 uh rate of fire Includes Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten. Um, yeah, one, so one exotic right hand cannon will retain 150 rate of fire. 
We aren't going to leave it to speculation. It's beautiful. It does solar damage. It makes enemies explode. It's sunshot. So I don't know. I'm all of a sudden interested in that gun that what? I haven't thought about for a year and a half. Uh, what were you going to say, right, about uh, Not Forgotten and Luna? Yeah, so what I was curious about is because they're currently right now the 150 RPM, but they've maintained the precision frame. So I wasn't sure if Bungie clarified with them moving to the 140 RPM if they're maintaining precision or not. Or if they are, then also game yeah, that's, to the adapted frame. That's a fair point. They maintain I don't know what that means. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, basically, precision frame means that they have a really vertical recoil pattern and like right. near perfect inner accuracy right. uh, without even using an Icarus grip. And right. so if they do maintain that, they're then getting a magazine buff. And I think right now they get like 10 bullets naturally. So let's three bullets additional and like i just always ran backup mag on mine anyways so if i get a free backup mag upgrade basically that's that is kind of nice because they are the two head one body as is at 150 i think at least for yeah they should be right, right i haven't used one in a while two head, like it's the howl perk active and then that's a 68 body shot or I, um, 70 so 142 i might piss a few people off saying this but i feel like something needed to change and i'm hoping that this does in the long term end up being a positive change you know like you might not be using the hand cannons that you love right now but if that's the play style you choose and you're you know taking that weapon that values accuracy over you know spam fucking hip firing like auto rifles do i feel like that you might be able to get some benefit out of that play style with the 110s and i hope that that's the case so we'll what will be 120s yeah can we just agree that like regardless of if you like this change or not people are going to be forced to use other weapons and that will feel refreshing for a certain period of time and then people will start complaining about the new metas and then they'll change again like i don't know why we don't understand this is what's going to happen like it's the game's never going to be perfectly balanced they're going to make changes Everyone's going to have a good time using different weapons. God, the roll, one to ten, the hand, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, it gives people an opportunity to make new YouTube videos, right? <laughs> people use yeah. different stuff. It's fun. And then eventually we'll get to the point where we fucking hate them all again. And then they'll change. It's fine. We've been through the cycle, kids. It's been six years. I think I think the one thing that people are fucking pissed off with, and look, I'll, I'll briefly touch on snipers, but then we'll get into into the auto rifles because that's where I think there was kind of like a little bit of a negative with with the hand cannons, and then a lot of the negative with the fucking uh, auto rifles. But um, the way they're changing sniper rifles, which sniper rifles have been kind of busted for a, for a while, given the way they operate under flinch, but they are. Um, They've adjusted how aim assist is affected by sniper rifle zoom levels. So lower zoom scopes have less aim assist, which makes perfectly right. normal sense, which wasn't the case, apparently. <laughs> how much it's yeah. going to change, I don't know. Um, and how that impacts mouse and keyboard over controller, I don't know, because I'm not sure how the interplay between that aim assistance works. I'm sure that it's much, much greater on, on controller. Um, maybe we'll see less people... Uh, blaming controllers the moment they get domed in the crucible though so you know we can hope um but time will tell with those changes on sniper rifles now what's the, your thoughts on the on the snipers right um i'm really happy for it as somebody who's made a sniper since i mean geez since year one basically season three the ikea sniper rifle came out that was my power slot for pvp and um yeah it's they're kind of wild uh, i've been on beloved for like 23,000 PvP kills at this point. Jesus Christ. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to miss it admittedly because it's ridiculous, but it is kind of a, it's a tad overpowered. I think Bungie released a statistic a couple months back talking about like what the usage was on sniper rifles. And it's like the low zooms are like 90 something percent of yeah. the uh, player usage. It's like Revoker, Beloved, was basically it. And then, you know, yeah. people still rocking their um, is Twilight Oath. I think is the uh, the thirty five yep. zoom as well. Yep. Yeah. What do you, in the swab they talked about. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, what do you think this will move people to that still want to snipe? Right. So that's where I'm not too sure because I think they said it's like yeah, around fifty zoom will remain unchanged. So that means even like forty five zooms will presumably be changed, and forty five zoom would be um, the Eye of Soul, the trial sniper rifle, for instance. Yep. So even that'll lose some aim assist. Uh, the Aquila sniper rifle, 45 zoom. I think supremacy is 40. Supremacy might be 40. It's 40 or 45, but like it's going to get touched up as well. So I'm, I'm quite interested to see because I can't really think of a 50 zoom off the top. Like Tatarages, maybe. Uh, if you or are Alice, asking us, you are asking the wrong people. <laughs> No. Chat, no, I think it was more, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's asking chat, not fucking asking us to be honest. <laughs> That's fair. Help. Trophy Hunter is 50 zoom. Thank you, Jugs. Uh, <laughs> um, Butt of the Fox. Yeah. It's like 43. It's a weird one, I think. I'm pretty sure. Right. Like, All right. So anything yeah, below 50, we're going to assume is going to be a little bit harder to use. Yeah, and even with that, like we don't know the adjustment, like how much adjustment's happening. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure they'll still be playable, right? You're just not going to see those clips anymore of like the reticle blatantly off target, getting a headshot. Yeah, let's um, hope so. I'm sure we've all seen those Twitter clips of Sunday, like posting, "Haha, sniper flinch," and like the reticle's 20 feet in the air, for probably closer, like three or four feet, like, clearly not on the player. <laughs> The headshot lines up for and it. And the bullet goes, Dew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's called bullet drop, right? Get with it, the ah, dum dum. <laughs> You're right. It's, it's long range. Yep. Oh, man. Fucking hell, Matty. All right, let's stop talking about that because Matt will carry on. Uh, auto rifles. So I think everyone was hoping that auto rifles would cop a bit of a whack. And they have, but probably not to the extent most were asking. <laughs> Um, so in Season of the Worthy, the adaptive archetype, the 600s, uh, the summoner, you know, that family, um, they were given a buff. We're pulling it back a little to keep it in check with the other auto rifle archetypes. So the adaptives are going from 15.75 to 14.25 uh, per bullet damage. Uh, right. So, and, and they were before the buff at... 13.75 so there's no real change to the range <laughs> which is probably the biggest bugbear of people uh but right. a reduction in damage so do you think it's enough man do you think it's enough so knowing how often bungie does their sandbox patches you know pretty much once per season um i'm always down to err on the side of caution yep. uh with that said I'm curious to see how it feels. It is going to be a new TTK, presumably. Like, why would they change the damage otherwise? We talked about it a little bit before the show. Um, I'm thinking they're shaving or adding an extra bullet, maybe two to the headshot kill time or a couple extra body shots, for instance. Um, 
one thing also to consider is that with hand cannons receiving that range buff, I, I'm hoping the range doesn't feel as oppressive. If that yeah, makes okay. sense. Yeah. You know, pulse rifles are fine with contesting them. Um, scout rifles need some help, and thankfully we'll get to that in the twab. I was but, gonna say, uh, what's happening with scout rifles? I haven't seen one in forever. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually forgot they exist, to be honest. They're, they're up next. They're up next. It's cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Bigger cones, basically. Drewski's happy. Cones. Um, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that hand cannon range, like, lets you contest auto rifles a bit further out, so you're not just, you know, pinging them for, like, 45 damage when they're hitting their full damage numbers. You're, you'll hopefully be within that three-tap range. And then maybe I know damage drop off on hand cannons is still pretty harsh. Like with that extra couple of damage at the top, since they're now 140s, so getting yep. like 70, 71 headshots. You know, that really should help with our three tap range against an auto rifle. Yeah, I mean. So I, I know it's a small adjustment on ARs, um, but it's. I'm down to see how it plays out, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's Before it. And I, and I think like people are like they go into these things wanting like a clear indication of where of where the sandbox is going to be for next season and we rarely ever get that so you know i mean you raise a valid point and this is more about massaging things to sort of be competitive and competitive at the same level so i don't know i'm i'm like you interested to see how it pans out as much as i am a little bit disappointed that i'm not being given a hard and fast reason to take the summoner off because i do feel like i just crutch woefully on it at the moment and i need to go back to hand cannons because hand cannons was sort of like i was actually improving when i was playing on a hand cannon now i'm just aping around like a you know silverback anyway uh scout <laughs> scout rifles scouts have a reasonable time to kill and can be adjusted to, and can't be adjusted too much without making them dominate the battlefield <laughs> i like how they say we don't want them to dominate the battlefield when no one's seen one in fucking forever and like it would probably not be the worst thing in the world if scouts came back i do remember the mitre meta from like way 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 back at the start of d1 but yeah, really one something like that <laughs> really i don't I, I don't know i feel like they need their time in the sun again like we need like a scout fusion rifle <laughs> hey, I, I only remember using uh mitre and uh vision of confluence when it first came out and just sitting at the back of maps and that was it just holding down trigger and waiting for people to walk into them you fraidy cat <laughs> you 100 wuss um so uh, what have they done to scout rifles? Increase the uh, how much each point of aim assist stat widens the cone. So basically making them more friendly. Uh, at maximum, an AA cone <laughs> is now 15% wider. <laughs> yes. Wait, what's this talk about cones? What? Cones, Matt, cones. Oh, when you think about when you fire a bullet and it I have oh, really? no way of like, I need to roll up a piece of paper yeah, to show you, right? Go and watch Drewski videos, please. <laughs> you will learn all about the cones. You will be you will be a cone expert by, by next week if you dive into that deeply enough. <laughs> Fraud. Right. Matt, Matt's going to hit the bongs. He's, he's going to go after the wrong cones. I can tell. Because that's what we do here. Uh, rocket launches. We got another extra rocket. When are they, they going to do something significant to rocket launches? They're, they're kind of just dead in the water at the moment, aren't they? There's no reason yeah. to use one. 
Yeah, it would just. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. You don't get enough ammo with the bloody things. And they take three yeah. fucking years <laughs> like, to reload, too. It's like the replacement bullet comes via fucking Australia Post. The, <laughs> he's standing around waiting for two and a half days. Is it an on day, an off day? Nah, it's fucked. Um, all right. So, look, we won't get into there's a There's a heap of stuff that's uh, specific to weapons that's kind of not... You know, we'll, we'll fucking leave that, whatever. Uh, mountaintop's getting nerfed, though, so eat shit. <laughs> if you were still using it, it's probably not getting hit as hard as I expected it would, but it's still getting hit pretty hard. So they're reducing splat da splash damage by 33%, uh, reducing the projectile velocity um, from 1.4 to 1.2, so I don't know how much in-game difference that'll actually make, whether you'll be able to avoid it or not. Um and they're reducing the in-air accuracy, which I don't know. I mean, I, it's been a, quite a while since I've used it in anything other than PVE. So um, from memory, they're pretty fucking accurate in the air, you know, and that's yeah. how you use it. <laughs> so you're hovering around shooting down at people on the ground. Um, I think it's a good change. I hope that they just change it by like 90 degrees. So if you're flo <laughs> floating over someone and you can just shoot out to the side and enable team damage, you can kill your teammates with it. That's That would have been a great solution and yourself. Um, and falling guillotine is getting a nerf, sadly. So we'll spin to win. Uh, <laughs> might be going back in the vault, uh, you know, back to... Oh, mate, that, that confirms anyway. there's going to be like a Archon Priest in the new raid. That I just want to, uh, that I want a dark drink. It kind of does. And the the other thing, what was the other one that everyone was talking about? The the change to ruinous effigy, where there's the there's oh, a yeah. um, reduce the damage of the aerial melee attack by twenty five percent with the 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 sphere. So what is there that you can dunk on in the new raid that would be made trivially easy by by that? Yeah, because anyone using that ever? I mean, um, apparently. Uh, in strengths actually yeah it's really it's it's just is really really good wow. uh, it just it deals a lot of damage it's free healing it's it's kind of just like a one size fits all weapon right i, I haven't okay. used it in anything like a like a grandmaster nightfall to really experience that oh how do i put it like um being under leveled for the activity i haven't tried it there but it's ruinous is honestly really strong in it's, its current state uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you can I pick up the, the sphere and, and carry it forward with you and all that sort of stuff. But to be able to dunk on something, I feel like you're putting yourself at a pretty big risk. I wouldn't use it in a Grandmaster. Like, right, obviously, because yeah, I'm so shit. <laughs> and normally I'm being carried through them and I wouldn't want to further burden my teammates by using a weapon that would force me to be in any more proximity to a fucking enemy than I, or I absolutely have to be. But I, I feel like they're... I don't know. I just I just get a, a whiff of something around that. Like it just seems way too aggressive and kind of out of left field. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, um, it definitely does. It, it, yeah, I would agree. It doesn't really seem problematic, but I I could see it being used by quite a large number of players. If that makes sense. And Bungie yeah. does more or less do their nerfs based on usage stats. I would say. Yeah, I mean, when something's broken, that's what makes it obvious, right? Um. Yeah, so the rest of it's largely rats and mice. Uh, we'll get into into probably the the other big big talking point of uh, this, and something that'll no doubt 
probably uh, impact Riot much more than me or Matt, who I've been to the lighthouse once, got carried on a character that I don't even particularly like, and Matt will probably never, ever go there because <laughs> it requires playing Destiny. <laughs> But no, adept man. weapons are returning to uh, are returning to the franchise. We saw them in D one way back in the day where they came with uh, an additional perk. This time around, they're a little bit different. So I'll quickly blast through that, and then we'll have a discussion about sort of how important we think they are and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so adept weapons. Here's how adept weapons differ from base weapons. Master working in adept weapon grants additional stats plus ten for the primary stat as usual. So the specific masterwork of the weapon and plus three for all the alternate stats. Um, Adept weapons can either use a standard weapon mod or a new adept weapon mod earned when going flawless. So not only is there the weapons that you can learn uh, earn from going flawless, there is also mods. Um, I'm very interested to see what these mods are. Very, very interested. Uh, a unique adept shader has been made for these weapons and you can't dismantle it and put it on anything else, which I think is kind of sad. I don't I don't know. Like, No, that's really? good. Why? Why is it good? Because why else would you fucking go into trials? Yeah, but, like, it's, it's going to be fucking hard to get, right? Like, this shader, you might as well be able to put it on other stuff. Oh, okay. You're just saying you can only get it in trials but apply to anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe if it only applied to trials gear, who cares? But you can't actually dismantle it and apply it to anything else. So that that is what it is. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Adept weapon mods. It's on the picture on the twelve. Yeah, they do. They look very, um, I don't know. They just remind me of bees. <laughs> the black, yeah. the gold, and now they've doubled down on like this sort of burnt orangey color in there as well. It's very much, uh, it's giving me a very buzz buzz vibe. <laughs> so we'll just leave, <laughs> leave it at that. Uh, adept weapon mods. These mods come in two varieties. Weapon stat boosts, each of which grant plus 10 to a particular stat in a similar way to masterwork stats. Uh, example, adept range plus 10. Um, versions of some existing mods granting an improved bonus, but with a downside. Base version of the mod explained below. So like uh, adept mag plus 40 magazine minus 20 handling. So we're, you know, a, a mod that is doubling down on what a existing mod does, but with a trade-off. Um, backup mag is 30 plus magazine. All right. So basically you're getting them by going flawless. That's that's it. That's the only way they're available. Um, and you can farm them. You can repeatedly go flawless, repeatedly try and get drops, but the first one will be pinnacle, the rest won't. So much the same as it operates now. Um, now it sounds cool. Is this cool? People like this? I put a tweet out yesterday because I wanted to like because I read this and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And I, I and and then sort of the longer I thought about it, <laughs> the more the more cracks in the awesomeness started to appear. Okay. I tw- well, first things first, I tweeted about it and and I said, like, are you excited for this or or what? And to a man, everyone went, no, because I'll never get them. So the prevailing attitude of at least the people who follow me in the Destiny community is, well, I'm not in. I'm not even going to bother. They don't impact me in any way. I'm never going to get there. So, is it kind of sucky that they're held behind the floor, like going fully flawless? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to debate that. That's, yeah, I, I imagine know. people are going to complain like this. Okay, everyone's on the even playing field. The guys who are the best at trials, <laughs> right? Go in there, farm <laughs> the roles, get the get the best shit, 
and then just continue to pub stomp everyone. Um, and, and then, then everyone's like, oh, I can't do it. The content's too hard. I can't get to the top because this guy's got fucking 5,000 adept weapon mods on. And is that why people are whinging? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> you managed, that, you've hit the nail on the head. There's that. And then there's the, um, the whole, uh, they've just literally handed probably a million dollars to recovery services. <laughs> Oh yeah, because <laughs> because yeah. you've all you've done is is make an even bigger fucking carrot for trials, right? Like, oh, guess what? Now there's this thing that you, if you don't have the ability to get or don't have a mate that can carry you, Ooh, you yeah, have true. to pay for it. So what I'm hoping is that we see a bit of a fucking perfect aim scenario start going down, <laughs> going down with some of those recovery services, and then we can actually see the skill floor in fucking trials and things lower because people have to actually go in there them fucking selves, right? Now, that's my concern with it, is that putting things that are that hard to get and that exclusive in a playlist like that that's competitive um, and tying it to such strong advantage. So, like, if you go and you manage to get yourself a god roll adept summoner and then you get the adept range stat (laughs) and you put it on that, unless, unless this fucking balancing that we're seeing in the sandbox is far more pronounced than it appears to be that will be even more fucked than summoner is right now so i think that's the concern is it's it's always i've always struggled with the the idea of giving the best players better guns than everyone else it was we're, it's, we're back to a fucking lunar's hell not uh, not forgotten fucking scenario all yeah. over again yeah that's what the words for me but- there isn't that the fun part of Destiny? Is having better gear than everyone else? Um, it's fun when you have it, and it's not fun when they have it. But that's what draws you in to fucking play the game. That's what makes you want it, I suppose. But when we're talking yes. about this, this isn't this isn't go and get your revoker, right? This isn't you know go and grind out fucking twenty one hundred in survival, or you know this isn't even go and get your Oh, what's a what's the fucking stupid submachine gun called? I've managed to forget. Recluse. Yes, the recluse. This isn't that. This is like you you need to win <laughs> seven out of eight games in a row to even get a chance at getting one of these things, <laughs> and you need to be able to do that repeatedly to farm to be able to like farm this to be able to get a decent roll. Like I don't know. The, so this is what I think. Like I, the the first time I looked at it, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, what? Why? Like, is it going to encourage the general population to get back into trials and actually inject some fucking fresh meat well, into that playlist? Right. Yeah, but that's what not. What do you think, right? What, what do you think, right? Right. So the mass work itself, like giving plus three, I think, to everything is everything other than the main stat is absolutely a benefit. Yeah. Um, there's obviously, yeah, the availability of the weapon, like even for a player like myself with how trials on steam is currently and you know hopefully improvements incoming hopefully um but it's this is going to be difficult to obtain and like even with you know turning in like 600 to a thousand tokens every weekend of trials i'm still missing certain like good roles and that's not just flawless chests that i'm opening right like i don't get 30 flawlesses a weekend i get like four five at this point so it's it's the availability the the additional mods like with the benefit like cool that's 
that's decent. Um, we've had a history in Destiny, like Brace Frame and D1, for instance, people were down to like trade off, I don't know, reload speed for stability, for instance. Like I don't necessarily mind like positive with a negative attached. It's for me, and this is just the kind of player I am, I'm very aerial. I play Top Tree Dawnblade, so a lot of my gameplay is airborne, so Icarus mod is on just everything I have. And that's going to be my Icarus slot. So I guess for myself personally, the, the Adept mod slot doesn't matter as much because I'm just probably not going to use it. You know, my shotgun, I'm going to want Icarus. My, my sniper, I'm going to want Icarus. Uh, I don't care for the fusion rifle archetype that it's in. I, I don't know. It just didn't seem impactful enough. And then, yeah, going back to what Log said about the shader, it would have been cool to put it on other things. But I get the prestige of it strictly being on the one weapon. But Destiny fashion. Gotta get my, uh, <laughs> my emblem somehow. Still trying. I, um... Hmm. I Sorry, don't know. I, know I mean, a lot of Discord moment there. But. No, 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 dude. I mean, that's literally what this podcast fucking is. It's just like 90 minutes of word vomit. And that's people know that. So you, if you need to vomit, you vomit, mate. You go. <laughs> just go right here. Just, just put um, Yeah, uh, look. I'm, I'm interested to see how they implement the, the armor variant of this that they've alluded to is coming in a future season. Like that for me is cool because that means that's something that like... <clears throat> I hope that they do in, in more than just trials. Like that that would be great. But I don't know, man. I, I, I'd really hoped that there was something that was coming the way of trials that would actively encourage more people to go into it. Because when you look back through the history of trials over the last few seasons, the only times it's really actually been fun, at least for me who's kind of, of like lower to middling skill at best, <laughs> has been when people have been forced to go in there and get the seven wins for Sol- seven games yeah. for Solstice so or whatever. This, I don't think this is going to change that. Can you only get these weapon mods from Flawless? Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Look, because in my head I'm like, I want to go into Trials, but I want to be with like, I want there to be a chance that I come across someone who's my skill level two is also just trying to have fun and not just curb stomp everybody. So, and I, you need a carrot to get, like, this is sort of appealing to me because I would sort of like to, to do that. But I know that I'm not going to get flawless to even be able to farm them. So it's not big enough for me to even go back. But if it was tokens, like, if I know I could go in, have fun, win five rounds, win three rounds and get kicked out and have to reset my card... What do you think about that? If it wasn't flawless, what if it was it was a token thing? I think. Um, sorry, go for a lot. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I'll vomit, and you can you can like take some time to, to to put your thoughts together. I, I think that like the whole marketing ploy of oh, I don't know, they even call it a marketing ploy, whatever. Its angle is like rewarding the elite, right? I think, and I'm gonna probably piss people off by saying this, but I think that just from the get-go is a fucked idea, <laughs> right? Like it, it's it's doubling down on something that makes things die in terms of player population. So when you're only rewarding the best, every week people drop out because they can't get the reward and then you end up 
the way trials is right now where like Riot can go in and compete because he's an absolute fucking champion of the game right and I, I enjoy watching him play and all that sort of stuff but I go in knowing I'm not going to get anywhere but just having fun and I feel like this gives incentive to people who are incredibly good at the game to just play that playlist over and over and over and over and over again and sometimes you're going to meet them three times at the front end of your card and just get stomped out and get nowhere and I think that's what worries me it's not there's nothing in this that encourages anyone other than the people who believe they can get to the lighthouse to play I I think that's what that's what gets me is I don't feel like this is going to encourage the people like me or log to get back into trials um I look forward because, to watching Riot use these guns, though. So I could say, yeah, same. <laughs> I'll live, we'll live vicariously through you. And, um. and I think it's going to really, and I think it's going to exaggerate the uh, recovs. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't I guess, know that there's uh, an answer. Yeah. And I guess for myself, like, I'm not necessarily opposed to the adept weapons being tied to flawless, but I. I really don't care for how the current token setup is. Like, it's payouts at three, five, seven flawless at this point. And I get they did that to like prevent um, token farming at the lower right. end of the card. But like, my understanding on the lower end of the card, it's supposed to just be connection based matchmaking, anyways. It's like somebody on one win should theoretically be able to match three wins. Might might be wrong on that. But I feel like if they're going to add something like this, something you know, that for the elite, I guess, to, to use your words on it, um, there probably should be more rewards for those who are just playing and attempting. And maybe more of a reason, as you said, you know, run the flawless and then reset the card and then you're matching the, the lower level players again, potentially. Or fresher players to the game. And... So yeah, sorry. So giving more tokens, but then also more incentive to stay on those higher end cards. Like if I do a passage of wealth, you know, the one that gives you bonus tokens, I think I get like two tokens per win, and then it's like double payout on three five seven flaw not even on flaws actually, it's just three five seven. But then if I want to like stay on a seven win card, there's there's no reason. Like right. yeah, there's yeah. the triumph for the season, I guess, to get the ten wins, yeah. but it's still just one token per win. So I feel like if there is more incentive to get that flaws or just be on a seven win passage, even if you're, you know, with two red X's on it to keep playing it out for more tokens or something to help dilute that earlier, um, the earlier card gameplay for players just at large. Yep. I think, I think you raise a really valid point that it almost needs to become some kind of like end game hopper that you can sit in. And if you can say like, you know, yeah, I mean, God, there's teams out there that, like, we've met that just fucking wipe us. Like, there's no, you know, yeah. and, and, and they can they could comfortably yeah. sit there at that seven wins for probably ten games and only drop one in three games, if that, right? Like, even competing against mm-hmm. the absolute upper echelon of players that have already made it there. If If you said, well, every three wins you get at the end of your card, you can go and get another adept weapon or something like that then at least there's incentive to sit there. But you're right in saying mm-hmm. that, like, there is no reason to do it now. You just reset your card once you've been to the lighthouse and go back to kicking the shit out of people for five games until you get back into that, <laughs> in, into that, I don't know, like the, the top part mm-hmm. of the card again. So I don't know. I feel like 
I'm very much hoping that they've 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 at least put something into this. Like like this is just yeah. they've released this information because this goes with the guns stuff that we were talking about earlier. And then they're gonna go, oh hey, and here's what we're doing to trials because at the moment it's cooked. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I'm just old and jaded. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of hope left. I mean, we've got people in chat saying just fucking delete it because it's Okay. Just we don't need it. Trials is just bad, but uh, I don't know. I don't want to. I feel like it's an iconic part of Destiny, and I'm somewhere deep down. I want it to work, but fuck, it's in a bad spot. I think uh, I think it could definitely use some love. All right. So um, moving on through the twelve, there's some um, I don't know Amazon Prime shit you can go and get if you want. <laughs> if you're that way inclined, uh, it's a. An icy sparrow. Hang on, hang on. I'll pull it up here. Here you go. Uh, icy sparrow. Uh, that ship's kind of cool. Looks a bit like a spider. This ghost and I don't even know what that is. What is that? Oh, a flag on the emote. Emote. Fucking yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> Very cool, Matt. Do you want to um? Do you want to I jump forgot. into about law? Do you think we've yeah. wasted people enough of people's time to get back to the... <laughs> Mate, I tell you right now, if you've been in the stream from when I started and you're still here now, I don't know. I've got a very special present for you. <laughs> it's in Riot's stream when we raid into Riot after this. <laughs> <laughs> Hang around. <laughs> Hang around. Hang around for another stream. So, so you, what was it you took? What was it you tackled? You tackled the law book that comes with the collector's edition. The law book that comes with the collector's edition. Holy shit. Um, it's pretty girthy. It's a big boy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. Blue. It goes for a while. <laughs> um, I've, I've read all of it once. I read 50% of it probably twice now and made some notes. So, uh, and I'm a bit tight at the moment, so I'm going to make some mistakes. But the general premise is this. It it finally gives us a story about Clovis Bray, the OG Clovis Bray. He has a some sort of genetic disorder that is consuming his biological body and he can no longer stay alive and he is searching for a way to be immortal through transferring his mind into an exobody. So he's basically they Walt just... Disney <laughs> being cryogenically frozen. <laughs> right, just to put it into real world, real world terms. Uh, no, 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 I'll put, I'll put it in real words for you. He's basically Krang from Ninja Turtles. Right? That's why you're Googling that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now I, okay. Well, like he puts himself into a giant... Man with a monobrow no, well, stomach. So as <laughs> as his body's degrading, he's preserved his mind in a okay. stasis pod. So his mind's still there, but his body's just being held on by a thread. And okay. he's trying to solve the problem of how to transfer himself into an exobody. He does a test experiment on his son, Clovis Bray II, who destroys himself in front of his family, basically rips himself apart. That hey, was, was, was going to be the up. So he, he puts his son, who is, I'm assuming, healthy, like a healthy human being, into an exo frame as an experiment. Pretty much. So he's a good bloke, obviously. Okay, yeah, he is, he is 
<laughs> he is so bad. He we actually don't know if Clovis Pray the Second was he genetically altered Clovis Pray the Second, his son, by removing his mother's DNA. This is how is it megalomaniac he is? Yeah, so he, he basically how, like, made him a clone, right? Right. He extent. wants to be what he calls. There's like a couple of different plots going on. This idea of him escaping his, his body, which is degrading. But he also comes to this delusional opinion that he wants to be uh, Luca, L-U-C-A, which stands for the last universal common ancestor of all future human growth. So he basically wants to be the starting kit to an exo-only civilization. And in, and in a millennia time, if we tracked back the origins of humanity, which are now all fucking robots, it would lead back to our god, Clovis Bray. So he has his grandeur uh, scheme to be immortal, but also bring in this next wave of civilization, humanity, whatever. That's um, fucked. <laughs> like, oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's fucking heavy. It's fucking heavy. It's, it's, yeah, right? So, yeah, okay. His family have what he, he, he calls the, uh, the Clovis curse. So, Elsie Bray or Elizabeth Bray. Anastasia Bray, Anna Bray, um, and Willa Bray, as far as we know. Oh, and she wouldn't be Anna because she's adopted. The other ones, at the very least, Elsie Bray, who becomes an exo-stranger, has the curse too. So, What's the, what's the curse? Her, we don't really know. It's that their bodies, their organs fail. Oh, oh. So they, they, <laughs> just, they just fall apart. Right, I've got some genetic disorder. Fuckwit for a dad. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of a curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit of a curse. Okay. I've got a genetic, some sort of genetic disorder. Yep. And this is when, so he's trying to work out, fuck, we can't just, we can't just plop our mind in an exo body, right? Because it doesn't work. And the, the hypothesis is the reason why you can't transfer the human mind to the exo body is like machines are too perfect. When you have a human, we have entropy, we have decay, we yeah. have a mind, our cells are degrading, and he sort of, you know, guesses this is what keeps, this is what makes humans humans. So if we're going to put something into an exo, we need to add error. And there's a little bit of hint of the exo mind wipes and forgetting memory as part of a, like a strategy to keep sanity and to keep the human consciousness alive in a robot body. But he's, he sort of suspects that we need this chaos. We need this entropy um, to, to successfully go over to an exo body. Uh, and there's a lot of sort of symbolism in there. Like I can't remember the, uh, I think they're real world things, but he gets the idea that he needs to do this from the K1 artifact which is way back in the Shadow Keeps collector's edition book, which is the anomaly, which is yeah. that little An circle The anomaly. Thing. The anomaly in anomaly, isn't it? In the anomaly. Yeah. yeah, it's the 
It's the artifact in the anomaly, which potentially summoned the darkness and caused the collapse. It's linked to the darkness at the very least. It's likely the artifact that we also found, or similar to the artifact that we found at the end of Shadowkeep in front of the statue. The statue that also appears in the Black yep. Garden. Okay. The veiled statue, right? So he, he thinks he's getting messages from this, from the darkness. But he doesn't call it the darkness because he doesn't know it's the darkness yet. And he thinks that they are going to give him the answer to immortality and that we can work out how to final what what the what the how to solve the puzzle of putting the human mind into the exit body. He has a hunch it has to do with this sort of entropy and decay. He thinks that well suspects that the the artifact, the K1 artifact, which is sort of giving him these delusions, we think, um is encouraging him to build a portal. And he believes it's a Vex portal. So he goes and steals a Vex uh, specimen from the Ishtar Collective guys on Venus <laughs> and instructs the Vex to create a portal. I believe we have seen this portal. It's in the trailer. Yeah, okay. The new trailer has a homemade portal, I think, in Deepstone Crypt. <laughs> homemade. They travel <laughs> DIY portals. <laughs> Knocking together at Bunnings. <laughs> Sorry. They travel through the portal in exos in remote controlled exo bodies. Their minds are not necessarily in them, but they're like proxy remote remote proxy controlled. So they step through this portal, this Vex made portal, which they stole from Ishtar Collective. This imagery is so cool. And they end up in this, they end up seeing this massive sun. Uh, all the space nerds will know what it's called. It's some hyper giant type zero. Uh, it's a fucking big sun. Joey, <laughs> can we just pause for one second and say, like, you've been talking about this for 10 minutes and then had the audacity to call people who are interested in space nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the nerd's giant son. Moving on. <laughs> right. Giant son. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit, that's a big, that's a big shiny boy. That's a big son. Um, and this doesn't make sense because, I don't know, apparently really big suns like that don't, the faster they burn, they burn, they burn out, right? Yeah, so Elton John not, wrote a song about for, it. They're not, not around. Don't get me off track. This is hard enough as it is. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Go. <laughs> right? It, it's not meant to be around very long. And they look at the planet they're on, this giant sun in the fucking sky, and they're like, this planet's like 13 billion years old. This doesn't make sense. How is this sun burning so hot and hasn't burnt itself out? And then what they discover is all these vex structures are around the sun and they are basically fueling the sun and the vex have i just imagine it's like a rubbish tip it's not really but they've got like these they've got these portals and they're just dumping they're not dumping material there's actually some science behind it some people were in chat would would tell me about it and about if you put hydrogen back into it you can fuel this they're basically made 
a star forge. This is the Vex's way of creating the robotic bodies. This is why there's so much fucking Vex. They actually, they're actually using the sun. They're fueling it <laughs> to make metals. This, this is good. You know what? This is this is good because if all of this shit actually comes to fruition. I'll still be in a job, because <laughs> right? that's what I do. <laughs> Go. <laughs> they're metallurgists. Yes. Right. They're making. They're making. Um, doesn't actually say, but they're I'm pretty sure that they're actually. This is what. This is where the Vex robot bodies come from, which we never really thought about. Like, where do they get all the metal from? Right, so they've got a fucking Vex got a logistics. Sun, <laughs> yes. Right. They've got a sun forge, star forge. And then Clovis Bray is like, what the fuck, darkness? He calls it clarity. He doesn't know it's the darkness. But he's like, what the fuck? I had this, I have I've I thought this is where I was meant to be. I thought you were going to show me the solution to immortality. And yet you've brought me to this place where there's a star forge and the vex. And then he thinks, oh, maybe I need to, maybe the vex solution, because there's all vex milk everywhere. Maybe the vex milk is the solution. Maybe the darkness has given me the answer. There's a whole bunch of pages about fucking vex milk. Good. Clovis Bray. <laughs> comes to the conclusion that the way that you successfully transfer... Now, this is where it starts to get hazy because we're getting to the last four pages before the podcast. All oh, right, the ones that you literally, like, cram, cram read, like some studying last-minute high school child. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, is that you need a mixture of Vex milk and clarity. It's not being confirmed what clarity is, but it... it it, it seems like the clarity is the darkness. You mix Vex and the darkness together, it gives you the entropy, the decay, the error, the non-perfect mind of a robot that we need to allow a human mind to maintain its consciousness in there um, and, and reveals that that is the creation story of the Exos. But... It also seems, as far as we know, Clovis Bray hadn't made the jump yet. So you go into Deepstone Crypt, we're going to find fucking robot Clovis Bray controlling the system. His mind still controlling the system, trying to escape. Maybe it does escape. Maybe it gets into a big exo body. Maybe we fight a transformer. Don't know. I think this is important information that you need to have out there for the day one raid race so people understand how much of a piece of shit this guy is so that whoever kills him first does so with extreme force. What a fucking dog of a bloke. And, and, and let me tell you, right, you know how I said that his son tore himself apart? Yep. Well, there's a copy of... His son's mind in the Bray family archive. And they say, oh, maybe waiting for a second chance. All oh, right. And then it's that picture of the big robot that you probably saw other people tweet about. I didn't. What is it? It's basically like an exoschematic. All oh, right. Okay. Dude. This is and, so, and, 
and someone's like, next raid boss confirmed. I'm like, yeah, probably. This is, it's, it's, it's a weird tangent when you think about it for Destiny because it's, it's for so long been like, oh, here's all this far-flung, you know, alien races and all this sort of stuff. That is probably the most human turn we've had in, in the lore, right? Like it's, it's about, I mean, admittedly a horrible person, but a person nonetheless just trying to prolong their life and at any means necessary and like quite clearly being corrupted by whatever it was that was in the anomaly, the, the anomaly. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I it'd be interesting so to see how, how I was saying. Remember how I was saying? I don't get how Deepstone Crypt is connected to uh, Eremus, right? How is Deepstone connect Deepstone Crypt connected to the Darkness? And I think these are going to be parallel storylines because now this really connects the dot. Clovis Bray designed Deepstone Crypt the way that he created Exos. He, had, he was impacted by the darkness through the art through the K1 artifact. He discovered Vextech. He included Vextech in exotechnology, but he also needed to mix in darkness. Well, oh, here we go. We get the darkness. Okay. We get the darkness and we go into Deepstone Crypt and accidentally provide the solution. All the Vextech's already there. Boom. We introduced uh, darkness into Deepstone Crypt. New exos just, are born. Did you just land on that right then? Yes. Because it's pretty fucking good. Yes. <laughs> this, <laughs> that's pretty fucking good. You heard it here. There you go. Another another DDU fucking shooting from the hip. Maybe right, probably not. Fucking moment. <laughs> All right, look, if there's anything you want to talk about in chat, um, or ask us or any of that sort of shit, please fire away now. We'll hang around for another few minutes. I'm sure Ryan's got a stream that he wants to get to. So if there's anything that you'd like to, to ask the man straight off the bat or anything that you've dug out of Matt's incoherent law ramblings, <laughs> please. <laughs> you did well, honestly. Like the after the, the shit that I watched, the I watched probably the last 40 minutes of your stream. And I got nothing out of it at all. <laughs> like, you were just like fucking rambling. And I don't mean that in like, I'm not, I'm not taking the piss or anything. It was just, there was so much information that I had yeah. no hope of processing any of it. And I can't believe that you've managed to not only make sense of it, to, to regurgitate it here, but also come to a fucking relatively sane sounding conclusion and tie in. <laughs> like, well done. Good at my job, mate. Better than you're better than that English bloke. I'll tell you, whatever. <laughs> uh, CC, random thing. That sparrow from Twitch Prime is an exclusive, so pick it up if you can. Yeah, I look. We, we briefly spoke about this before we went live. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> like, I don't feel like Twitch Prime should ever have anything that you can't get anywhere else. <laughs> I feel like it's a bit yuck. I'm not sure. Let's just canvas oh. the vibe of chat. Right, type yuck in chat if you also think it's a bit yuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, look, there's lots of yuck going on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Even Ryan's what about, writing yuck. What about, you, <laughs> what about YouTube members? Can't we get an exclusive for YouTube members? <sighs> no. YouTube Red? Is it still called YouTube Red? YouTube. No, red, red tube's a different thing. <laughs> a very different oh, right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
we don't talk about that on here. Uh, all right. Sorry. Now I've just fucked the entire chat. Anyone's questions are buried in a sea of yuck. Uh, <laughs> not, not the smartest move. Um, at the start of the Beyond Light, what was the what the trailer of Beyond Light? What was the Exo Stranger burning? What? <laughs> I'll have to re- I'll have to rewatch it. I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, I think uh, I think that might look. All right, if you've written a question and it's up, just up above, just write it again because this every time someone writes something, it fucking defaults back down to the bottom, and I'm just <laughs> I'm scrolling up with all my might <laughs> against the oppressive um, <laughs> oppressive messages. Uh, all right, what? Uh, what if Clover Spray is the one controlling the Exo Stranger, and we're playing into a trap? It's a trap. What do you reckon? Likely, not likely? Uh, I, so I, I thought we we're actually going to get more about the Exo Stranger, but it didn't it didn't actually happen. Um, like I, we know that she went, she has all this knowledge about the Vex. She's seen the the Star Forge. Um, there might be an answer in that last four pages that I sped read, but <laughs> it did not come to me. <laughs> I don't think I think like of all the people in the world, right? The Exo Stranger has the least reason to side with her dad. <laughs> Given that he literally killed her brother <laughs> by doing experiments on him and she's her in father. an exo frame. Her father. Yeah, her dad killed her brother. Or is she well, no, where she's is she? She's a granddaughter. Oh right. She's okay. a grand- well, that's, a, that's even fucking worse. <laughs> killed yes. his killed a dad. Uh, so I'd like to think that, uh, she'll be the one helping us break his hold on whatever skullduggery he's up to. Um, right. What else have we got? Do you think they're going to play off the whole multiverse thing and set up, they set up in Warmind and then again in Unveiling or will it get swept under the rug? (laughs) I don't know. I hope they don't because I feel like the second you start getting into like multiverse, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly shit. You kind of lose all stakes, right? It ends up like that's Avengers good. Endgame, where it's great, but it's not great for something that you're meant to retain your emotional investment in for a long time because it's like everyone dies yeah. and then oh everyone go back and it's all good, happy ending, yeah, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Where it's destiny hard to give resolutions. Yeah. Destiny isn't that. Destiny needs to you know like Cade staying fucking dead is important. <laughs> I don't know if that's where you were going there, with that. One hundred percent will be an Easter egg with Cade's memory files. I'm telling you right fucking now, you go into Deepstone Crypt, there will be a hidden button somewhere that when everyone presses it at the same time or presses it in some fucking order, your ghost will pop up and be like, oh, that's weird. What's this file? Ace <laughs> something? And then it'll just finish. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's K6. It'll be something like that. Guarantee. I like how you say that like it's a bad thing. Like <laughs> you're downplaying it. Like a lot of people would really love that. I mean, I hope they don't bring him back. Yeah, but did. at the same time, I yeah. think like it, if they're ever going to like nod to the character, it's fucking now and that's fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Oh, Jesus. It's, this is this is a busy one. Um, 
It's all about dimensional shit, Matt. It's like it's your demographic. I don't know. Ask me something about. No, nah, don't worry about them, mate. They're all they're all they're in a law frenzy. Oh, hey, no. right. What do you think? Do you, do you get into the law or not? Uh, very minimally. Right. People kind of just point me in the direction. Go shoot that, and okay, got it. So, like, what would happen if we, if you carried me to the lighthouse and I just told you law stories the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I thought you were gonna. Hit, I thought you were gonna hit him with like, "Oh, I'm in a channel you could watch." Him. <laughs> just My name is Buddy. Subs one at a time. <laughs> uh, right. right, right, right. That'd right, be right. fun. I'd watch um, that. Um, all right. Look, what we carries. We might we might wrap up so that uh, Sir Riot can get to his stream. Um, but it's been a pleasure, dude. Thank you very much for making time and coming on and talking That's nonsense great. with us for an hour and a half. Um, if people are looking to find your content, I hate the word content. I don't know why, but I do. But if people are looking to find you live, where can they find you? <laughs> yeah, so I'm T1 Riot on Twitch. Uh, it's at this point pretty much the only source of yeah content, live streams, Riotness. anything. I have a very inactive YouTube that's also just T1 Riot, a very inactive Twitter that's also T1 Riot. Um, nice. I stream multiple days a week, usually around 7 p.m. Pacific, so that's noon eastern australian standard time i i might not know the exact time zone well seven it's, 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 qu- it's, it's one p.m quarter to 12 right now for me it's one for one p.m for me you you there. normally kick off yeah i'm 8 45 right now it's like basically two hours in the past is when i normally that's so confusing to say it that way <laughs> especially <laughs> in a recorded format when it's like right. people yeah, could yeah, be yeah. listening to this at 10 a.m in the morning in fucking sri lanka for all we know <laughs> If you're an exo stranger, you could catch me two hours ago in a parallel universe. Yeah. I'll just follow um, him on fucking Twitch and then you'll get, get a little thing pop up. Leave notifications on. That's the easy way of doing it, yeah. right? Yeah. If he's on, he'll be on. Yeah. All right, Matty. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude, it is. And, like, I was saying to Matt that it's, like, I was, ex- I was really looking forward to this one because it's one of the... Like I hang in your channel a lot, like I lurk a lot and it's, I've been really looking forward to getting in and just having a chat and um, I'm glad I wasn't too fucking fanboy about it. So I'm happy about that. I managed to retain my dignity to at least some extent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's been awesome, mate. Certainly. All right, Matty, where's the the law going to find people this week? We need, it's going to like, is it in a PDF document? Come on, tell us. Oh, mate, don't ruin the punchline, all right? Look, was that so it? You're, you're, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you In front of you, right? Semicircle, wires, boxes, everything coming off. It, it's a Vex portal. You step through. Big, big, shiny sun boy. Fucking tier, not tier one, <laughs> tier zero mega sun whatever the actual fucking thing is you look closely right you have to squint because it's fucking really bright you look really closely (laughs) you put a welding mask on (laughs) put a welding mask on what's that it's the law the law's found you mate in a vex portal that's all that was a bit bad wasn't it yeah that was not your best honestly okay (laughs) not your best be better. Not your All best. Right. Well, uh, stick around because I think uh, Ride's going to start up his stream and we're going to host in, mate. Yay! All right. We'll Yay. see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Certainly.